about 14,000 results, 0.35 seconds. CNN. Opinion. The Zelensky deepfake is a warning for corporate America. The ease with which deepfakes are made and distributed illuminates a growing risk not only to governments, but also to the private sector. One week ago, Wired, a Zelensky deepfake was quickly defeated. The next one might not be. On March 2nd, the Ukraine government center for strategic communication warned that its enemies might be preparing a deep fake video that, three weeks ago, France 24, truth or fake, debunking a deep fake video of Zelensky telling Ukrainians to surrender. A deepfake video of President Volodymyr Zelensky has been broadcast on a Ukrainian news website, Ukraine24, that was hacked. Three weeks ago. New York Post. Deepfake video of Zelensky telling Ukrainians to surrender removed from social platforms. A video circulating online purportedly shows Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky telling his countrymen to surrender to Russia, but three weeks ago, NPR, a deep fake video showing Volodymyr Zelensky surrendering worries experts. A fake and heavily manipulated video depicting Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky circulated on social media and was placed on a Three weeks ago, CBC, Zelensky, Putin videos provide glimpse of evolving deepfake threat, experts say. A recent deepfake fail involving a likeness of Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky may not have been convincing to the public. Three weeks ago, BBC, deepfake presidents used in Russia-Ukraine war. Videos of Putin and Zelensky declaring the war is over have been circulating online. Three weeks ago, CNN, Facebook and YouTube say they removed Zelensky deepfake. CNN Business, Facebook and YouTube said Wednesday that they removed uploads of a deepfake video of Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. Three weeks ago, Snopes.com. Bad deepfake of Zelensky shared on Ukraine news site in reported hack. A poorly done deepfake video of Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky asking civilians to lay down their arms to the Russian military was three weeks ago. The Verge. Facebook removes deepfake of Ukrainian President Zelensky. On Wednesday, Facebook's parent company, Meta, removed a deepfake video of Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky issuing a statement that, three weeks ago, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, Ten. You are listening to Man Behind the Machine. About 14,000 results, 0.35 seconds. CNN Opinion The Zelensky deepfake is a warning for corporate Americans with which deepfakes are made and distributed illuminates a growing risk not only to governments, but also to the private sector. Not one week ago, while the Zelensky deepfake was quickly defeated, 
The next one might not be on March 2. The Ukraine government center for strategic communication warned that its enemies might be preparing a deep fake video hat. But three weeks ago, France 24 Truth or Fake debunking a deep fake video of Zelensky telling Ukrainians to surrender a deep fake video of President Volodymyr Zelensky has been broadcast on a Ukrainian news website, Ukraine 24, that was hacked. But three weeks ago, New York Post deep fake video of Zelensky telling Ukrainians to surrender removed from social platforms a video circulating online purported shows Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky telling his countrymen to surrender to Rushbot. But three weeks ago, NPR a deep fake video showing Volodymyr Zelensky surrendering worries experts a fake and heavily manipulated video depicting Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky circulated on social media and was placed on a dot three weeks ago. CBC Zelensky Putin videos provide glimpses of evolving deepfake threat. Experts say a recent deepfake fail involving a likeness of Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky may not have been convincing to the public. But three weeks ago, BBC deepfake presidents used in Russia-Ukraine war videos of Putin and Zelensky declaring the war is over have been circulating online. But three weeks ago, CNN, Facebook, and YouTube say they removed Zelensky deepfake CNN business. Facebook and YouTube said Wednesday that they removed uploads of deep fake video of Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. But three weeks ago, Snopes.com bad deep fake of Zelensky shared on Ukraine news site in reported hack a world on deep fake video of Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky asking civilians to lay down their arms to the Russian military was but three weeks ago the Verge Facebook removes deep fake of Ukrainian President Zelensky on Wednesday. Facebook's parent company, Met, removed a deep fake video of Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky issuing a statement that but three weeks ago, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Game? 
It's the group that has also targeted U.S. sites in the past, now says Putin's regime is fair game. Joining us now, NBC News correspondent Tom Costello. Tom, what more can you tell us? Well, you know, for years, the U.S. has accused the Russian government of cyber attacks, sometimes working alongside Russian cyber criminals. But now Russia is on the crosshairs. And before you celebrate, think about how quickly this could snowball into an all-out global cyber war. This is a message to Vladimir Putin from Anonymous. The group calls itself Anonymous. Unaffiliated hackers around the world now putting Russia in the crosshairs. Members of Anonymous have declared cyber war against your aggressive regime. They claim they've already targeted more than 1,500 Russian websites, including Kremlin-controlled news agencies, the Ministry of Defense and Space Agency, Russian oil companies, Internet providers, even TV channels. Their call uh, to fight in the cyberspace has resulted in a lot of websites not being available, some websites going down, and a lot of records, uh, you know, Russian government, Russian military records being dumped out under the Internet. U.S. officials confirm they've seen evidence of the anonymous hack after Russia launched a cyber and ground offensive against Ukraine. But the real risk to Russia long term is the canceling of their access to Internet infrastructure as private sector companies decide that they're going to delist or no longer carry their traffic. Cutting off Russia from the world would also deprive everyday Russians of access to outside news and information. And cyber pros worry Russia may view the anonymous hacks as Western attacks and target U.S. government and company sites. U.S. Cybersecurity Director Jen Easterly. How at risk is, this, is the average American or that very small business owner? Everybody's at risk, which is why at the end of the day, they need to take the steps to protect their systems, their networks, and their data. This can happen to anyone. There is no one that is immune from potentially getting hacked. The cybersecurity basics never click on suspicious emails or links, use complicated passwords, and multi-step authentication. Back up your computers and keep security software up to date. This basically ensures that he can log in even when the password is changed. Israeli firm CyberBit uses real-world attacks to train American companies to defend themselves. The questions organizations need to ask themselves is not if they are going to be hit, but when they are going to be hit. Hi, I'm a of Roscosmos, the Russian space agency. The precise target, country's vehicle monitoring system. An ominous message from NB65 starts. The Russian space agency sure does love their satellite imaging. Better yet, they sure do love their vehicle monitoring system. The message says the group deleted the agency's WSO2 software, an open-source application program interface management tool, rotated credentials, and shut down the server. Cyber News could get confirmed these statements. However, the head of Roscosmos, Dmitry Ryzen, dismissed such claims as false. After the U.S. imposed severe sanctions against Russia after the country's military invasion of Ukraine, Ragazin threatened that the sanctions may result in the International Space Station, ISS, crashing to Earth in an uncontrolled fashion. The statement might be linked to the fact that the Russian segment of the ISS is responsible for guidance, navigation, and control of the entire continent. That's only the latest in a series of hacks directed against Russia after the country invading Ukraine last week. Cyber activists targeted Russian state-controlled media outlets TSS, Commerceint, Izvestia, Fintanka, and RBC, pushing them online. There are at least a dozen different groups of hackers and researchers with anonymous... A truck bomb attack on the Drakkar building where French paratroopers are living. Fifty-eight soldiers die. For the French army, it was the largest single loss of life since the Algerian war. Just minutes before, a U.S. military base at Beirut airport comes under attack. 241 Marines die. France and the U.S. then join a United Nations interim force in Lebanon. Officially, the attacks were blamed on Lebanese Shia militia. 
but intelligence agencies are certain. Tehran is pulling the strings. That was a traumatic event. The next day, we sent our men home and pitifully left the area. A total victory for the Iranians. The French president is now fully aware of the seriousness of the conflict with Iran. It concerns the aid to Saddam, supplying the fighter jets, and the civilian uranium enrichment project. The Iranian Shah had loaned money to France to participate in the project. The Khomeini regime now demands the money back. Sixteen. Buenos dat alovnek kradling. Old Buenos vera of a summa because I have called actually kradletem in the kruak of our nechtere. Leofing bot of our hands free and our dint hafe to put the person our talking to an annoying speaker pone. 17. Type of writers. Absolute light. Total idiot. Diat. Diat. 18. Replaced by digital radio, like series, satellite radio, and streaming audio, including services, like radio and last. 19. Ins broadcasting for television. And thank goodness for that. Long live high definition television. Today, most countries have a switch to never digital television standards. Twenty. Pagers. Tai vera also can it be a bishop. But here no referee to as relics of the past. Ian in twenty. Thanks to CAD CAM computer editing and computer edit machine A. Desktop computer editing applications and robotic manufacturing. We can also good by it to ink. Drafting tablets and rubdoven letters. Twee in twintig. Dot metric printers. Don't copy that floppy. Do you remember floppy disks? How about the eight track? If so. You are officially old. Congratulations. But these are but two of a long line of now largely redundant and outdated technologies. Here we have gathered ten such examples that are bound to bring a nostalgic tear to your eyes. What does it mean for technology to be obsolete? Obsolete products can include anything that has become redundant in light of a newer alternative being developed. In some cases, they may even become popular as collectibles. When technologies or practices are no longer used, even if they are in working condition we deem them obsolete. It's often caused by a newer, better technology supplanting the older ones. Obsolete technology junk. Source. Ashik Bakhani slash Flickr. What is meant by emerging technologies? Emerging technologies, as opposed to obsolete technologies, tend to refer to new or in-development technology. If successful, they may make existing popular technologies obsolete over time. This term is generally used to describe new technologies.
but it can refer to the continual development and refinement of existing ones. 2. The term can also have a slightly different meaning in different industries like media, business, science, and education. However, generally speaking, the term commonly refers to technologies that are in development or that are expected to become available within the next few years that are expected to have a significant social or economic impact. What are obsolete technologies? Obsolete technologies are those that have been, for all intents and purposes, largely replaced with newer solutions. But just because they have become obsolete doesn't necessarily mean they are not still in use. In fact, Many older technologies are still perfectly serviceable today. In many cases, some tech traditionalists make a concerted effort to keep using older, obsolete tech. One example that might immediately come to mind is vinyl records. Whilst obsolete many still use them as they believe vinyl has a better sound quality than modern alternatives like digital audio well let you decide the veracity of their claims a survey of two a survey of two zero 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 brits and showed that over 70 percent of them own some form of vintage tech obsolete tech survey source boost power their survey also revealed some other interesting stats from the survey such as over a third of Gen Z and Millennials have purchased retro tech in the past year. Over half of them plan to purchase more in the next year as well. Gen X and Baby Boomers love their vinyl, whilst Millennials are all about retro gaming. With over a quarter owning an old console. So. If you are a fan of old. Outdated. Or nostalgic technology. Fear not you are far from alone. Plus there is a certain charm to some antiquated technology. So. What are some examples of obsolete and outdated technologies? 1. Cathode ray tubes, CRTs, are now largely redundant. Obsolete tech CRT. Source. Bluetooth 7-Wikimedia Commons. To anyone born before the turn of the millennium, cathode ray tube monitors and TVs were a common feature of their lives. But their reign came to an end with the advent of plasma and LED screens. This put to an end a long and illustrious run for cathode ray tubes, which were first released commercially in the 1920s. Interestingly enough, CRT tech can trace its origins to the late 19th century. One of the first examples dates to around 1897 when a German physicist Ferdinand Braun unveiled his Braun tube. 2. Typewriters have long since been superseded. Obsolete tech typewriter. Source. Miguel Tejeda Flora slash Flickr. The typewriter is an iconic piece of technology. Once the workforce of businesses around the world, and a huge improvement in speed over writing by hand. Today it has largely been relegated to the position of an ornament, doorstop, or collectible. Thanks to the rise of computers, typewriters are rarely used by anyone except a few old school writers. The typewriter as we know it today was the product of centuries of small incremental changes. Dating as far back as 1575. At that time, an Italian printmaker, Francesco Rampazzato, developed his Scrigeratatola machine to impress letters in papers. 3. Pagers are now collecting dust. Obsolete tech pagers. Source. Andre Pinto 40 slash Wikimedia Commons. Pagers. Also known as beepers. Were wireless telecoms device that could display alphanumeric or voice messages. 
usually a one-way communication device. Pagers were widely used by emergency services personnel who needed to be reachable at all times. They became incredibly popular in the 1980s. But we can actually trace their origins to the 1950s. The advent of smartphones in the early 2000s effectively rendered these devices redundant overnight. But they continued to be used for many years after as they were cheaper, more robust, and, for a time, had better coverage than the early smartphones. That being said, there are still a large number of people and professionals who still use and swear by them. 4. Dot matrix printers are now extinct. Obsolete technology dot matrix. Source. Daniel Go slash Flickr. You'll still see these in use in some places. But dot matrix printers have effectively become extinct today. Once the de facto printing device of many in office. They were quickly pushed aside with the invention of laser jet and inkjet printers. Compared to modern printers, they were very slow and cumbersome, and had poor print quality. Hey listen, I've been following the paper trail, I've been putting the clues together like puzzle pieces to a Jenga. Uh, it's very, it's very uh, rickety at the top, however, that's where you find all the gold nuggets in between you and me. Now don't share this with man behind the machine, okay? This is, this is some deep stuff, man. Now listen, what I uncovered is that man behind the machine. Are you ready for it? Are you sitting down? Are you at least propped up against something? Man behind the machine is an artificial intelligence, man. I'm telling you. I've seen the documents. I've tasted the tinctures. I've looked at the files. Trust me. That file cabinet is rusty beyond rust. Trust me. Best is used to dealing with leaked files from American organizations. Best's organization, Distributed Denial of Secrets, is Best. Known for curating, publishing and promoting giant caches of files from a variety of sources, including U.S. police departments, the conservative social media platform Gab and there. Far-right Oath Keepers, a prominent group involved in the January 6th riot. But since Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Best and her colleagues have been inundated with files that hacktivists say they've stolen from Russian banks, energy companies, government agencies and media companies. For weeks, the group has scrambled to translate, verify, format and upload files that they can assess are legitimate and new, with the caveat that they usually haven't gone through every single file to assess if it hasn't been altered or planted with malicious software. Frankly, we've never seen this much data out of Russia. Before, best said, Russia has never really been a target like this before by hacktivists. The consequences may not be fully known for years as experts sift through the files. The hackers went for Russian state companies where they could inflict the most pain for the Kremlin, said Agnia Grigas, a Russia and energy industry expert at the Atlantic Council, a think tank. NBC News has not verified the contents of the leaks, many of which contain dozens of gigabytes worth of data. None of their organizations, including the state-controlled energy companies, Transneft and Rosadom, government censor Oscar Mordza, their 
Central Bank of Russia, and state-owned media giant VGTRK. Responded to email inquiries requesting comment. But there's little doubt among people who study Russia and cyber security that they're largely authentic. The leaks are part of a larger ecosystem of amateurs trying to help Ukraine's war efforts with their own keyboards. While Russia has conducted cyber attacks against Ukrainian internet service providers and tried to wipe Ukrainian government systems, the conflict hasn't produced the kind of high-profile cyber attacks that some analysts had predicted. That's left room for a thriving online ecosystem of new and veteran hackers whose accomplishments are difficult to measure. In the context of the broader conflict, some of the hacktivists 67 spam Russians' phones with texts about the war. Others spend their days, 68 briefly knocking Russian websites and services offline. 69164791826833 underscore now underscore tops three underscore r underscore ukrainian underscore hacker underscore two two oh three two one underscore one hundred and ninety two zero by one thousand and eighty zvum dot jpg seventy ukrainian hacker joins war effort via internet March 22nd, 202,203 hours 12 minutes. It's not clear, however, just who is behind these hack and leak operations. Just about every hacktivist uses a pseudonym. Online, and hacking communities tend to be informally organized. If at all. But best said their motivations tend to be clear. Right now, leakers. Hacktivists and the rest of the general public are screaming in response to the injustice of Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the inhumanity of the war crimes committed by the invaders, she said. While distributed denial of secrets might be the single best public repository of all the Russian files purportedly leaked since the start of the invasion, it's only one of many places online to find alleged leaks from Russia. Dozens of activist and hacktivist accounts on Twitter and Telegram post Russian files, some of which are repackaged from earlier leaks. Best has rejected multiple submissions of supposed leaks from Russia that didn't pass her group's verification process, she said. Ukrainian authorities have also leaked remarkable sets of supposedly sensitive information. They've published their personal information of 620 Russian intelligence officers and lists of military personnel they accuse of war crimes. Someone gave the Ukrainian news site, 71 Pravda a list of alleged Russian soldiers and their personal information, which it published in full. Even the detailed workings of one of their most destructive ransomware gangs in history has been spilled onto the internet, after a, 72 Ukrainian hacker grew fed up with the Russians who ran it. There's an intense desire to do something, best said, but also to understand. Cybersecurity experts often urge caution in drawing conclusions from hacked and leaked documents from shadowy figures, as there's some precedent for them to contain individually modified files to plant a false narrative. There's also no way to guarantee the files are the full content of what an organization had when WikiLeaks published its Syrian files. In 2012, for example, it, 73 conspicuously left out a major transfer with a Russian bank something that went unnoticed for four years. While a leak can seriously hurt businesses in normal circumstances, those in Russia probably currently have bigger concerns, said Michael Daniel, the president of the Cyber Threat Alliance, a cybersecurity industry trade group.
Lord only knows how Russia's going to handle that right now. Daniel said. That's probably not their primary concern. Although it could be. But in a normal country and organization. It would be. Open source researchers who pour through reams of information. From Russia said it could take years before such leaks could. Reveal important information. 74164918131440 underscore n underscore Mitchell underscore McFarl underscore Hass underscore 220405 underscore 1920 by 1080 SO7 Tomb.jpg 75 Ambassador McFowl, a protracted war in Ukraine could last months, if not years. April 5th, 202,207 hours 7 minutes. I've gone through a few of them but honestly haven't had time to do a really super deep dive, said Eric Toller, a researcher at Bilinkat, an investigative journalism group that has exposed several major Russian intelligence operations. This happens a lot, to where there is all this hype for mega flows of info than hardly anyone actually goes through it, he said. They really require specialist interest and expertise. Stefan Soesento, a senior cyber defense researcher at the center for security studies, a Swiss think tank, said it was mistaken to think Russian officials or executives would somehow be shamed or deterred by having their files made public. To me it is unclear how these data leaks are supposed to affect the course of the war in Ukraine, so Asanto said. They would likely have more of an effect on those organizations if they were deploying ransomware or destructive malware to their networks, he said, though that could require additional technical sophistication to pull off. The question that I would be interested in is to know why these groups are dumping all this largely worthless data instead of running wipers or ransomware campaigns, he said. Guess 99% simply don't have the network access and privileges they want people to think they have. A malicious software command that immediately crippled tens of thousands of modems across Europe anchored the cyber attack on a satellite network used by Ukraine's government and military just as Russia invaded, the satellite owner disclosed Wednesday. The owner, US-based Viasat, issued a statement providing details for the first time of how the most serious known cyber attack of the Russia-Ukraine war unfolded. The wide-ranging attack affected users from Poland to France, getting quick notice by knocking off remote access to thousands of wind turbines in Central Europe. Viasat would not say who it believed was responsible for the attack when asked separately by the Associated Press. Ukrainian officials blame Russian hackers. The Viasat attack, coming just as Russia was launching its invasion, was considered at the time by many a harbinger of serious cyber attacks that could extend beyond Ukraine. Such attacks haven't yet materialized, though security researchers say the most impactful war-related cyber operations are likely occurring in the shadows, focused on intelligence gathering. A free-for-all of lesser attacks, many apparently carried out by volunteers, have been launched against both Russia and Ukraine. A persistent drumbeat of malicious hacking that Ukrainian officials and cybersecurity researchers blame on Russia-affiliated attackers has plagued Ukraine throughout the more than month-long conflict. One of the most serious hacks largely knocked offline the internet and cellular service of a major telecommunications company that serves the military. Uktelecom, for most of Monday. On Wednesday, Google said it had identified a state-backed Russian hacking group engaged in a credential phishing campaign targeting the militaries of multiple Eastern European countries and a NATO think tank. It said it did not know if any of the targets were successfully compromised. The attack on the Kasaty satellite network highlighted how vulnerable commercial satellite networks that serve both military and non-military clients can be, 
with the impact felt by individuals and businesses far from the battlefield. It began in the early hours of February 24 with a distributed denial-of-service onslaught that knocked a large number of modems offline. A destructive attack followed in which a malicious software command sent across the network rendered tens of thousands of modems across Europe inoperable by overwriting key data in their internal memory, Viasat said. We believe the purpose of the attack was to interrupt service, it said. It said it has shipped 30,000 replacement modems to affected customers across Europe, most of whom use the service for residential broadband internet access. The attack caused a major loss in communications in Ukraine in the early hours of Russia's invasion, top Ukrainian cybersecurity official Viktor Zora told reporters earlier this month. Asked by the AP last week who was responsible, Zora said, We don't need to attribute it since we have obvious evidence that it was organized by Russian hackers to disrupt connection between customers that use this satellite system. He said he did not have information on whether the service had been restored and could not say which Ukrainian agencies beyond the military were affected. Contracts show, however, that Zora's own agency, the State Service for Special Communications, is among customers that also include police agencies and municipalities. Viasat said several thousand customers located in Ukraine were impacted. Viasat, based in Carlsbad, California, said the initial denial-of-service attack had emanated from modems inside Ukraine. It did not specify how the destructive malware entered the network other than to say a misconfiguration in a virtual private network appliance was compromised, allowing the attackers to gain remote access from the Internet to a trusted management console used to administer the satellite network. From there, the attackers were able to simultaneously send the disabling command to modems across Europe, rendering them useless but not permanently unusable, Viasat said. It was not known how the attackers breached the VPN appliance. Satellite cybersecurity researcher Ruben Santamata said it was important to know whether they had obtained credentials or exploited a known vulnerability. Viasat declined to provide specifics Wednesday, citing an ongoing investigation. Gregory Falco, a Johns Hopkins University professor specializing in satellite system security said the impact on affected systems was minor compared to what the attackers were capable of doing. Falco said it's likely they've maintained a foothold. The attackers don't want to show their whole hand or any of their positioning for how they plan to persist in the network, he said. The hacked ground-based network is run by Skylogic, an Italy-based subsidiary of Utilsat, from which Viasat purchased the Cassati satellite in April of last year. Eight seconds. News about Shiber and you, Metarvis. The street. The Metarvis has a winner, casinos, gamblers. 14 hours ago. Coindesk. Shiber and you's Metarvis will feature more than 100k land plots. Two days ago. Yahoo Finance. Dotcoin creator blasts Shiber and you Metarvis for cash grabbing $300 million. One day ago, Cointelegraph. How to make a Metarvis, Secrets of the Founders Cointelegraph magazine. Cointelegraph magazine talks to some of the leading Metarvis founders to discover their secret source for Web3. Featuring co-founder of the Dot One Day Ago, KVUE. Austin entrepreneur behind new $4.4 million island in the Metarvis. Entrepreneur Adam Hollander launched White Sands, a tropical island getaway in the Metarvis. Dot four hours ago. KVUE. Austin entrepreneur behind new $4.4 million island in the Metarvis. Entrepreneur Adam Hollander launched White Sands, a tropical island getaway in the Metarvis that people can call home. Dot four hours ago. Haaretz. We've exhausted nature. Now it's time to retreat into the Metarvis. Facebook's Metarvis revolution is naturally arousing suspicions. But in an era in which outside spaces are on the decline, it's unnecessary. Dot two days ago. The conversation. 
The metarvas doesn't look as disruptive as it should, it looks ordinary, here's why. The success of the metarvas, whether people use it or not, will rely heavily on the environments that are created. Dot one day ago. Design. Metarva suffers extensive damage in riot at virtual gallery. Digital police have arrested dozens of avatars who rampaged at a party in the Metarvis, causing damage to NFT objects worth billions of. Dot one day ago. Yahoo News. Metarvis builders grapple with sex harassment conundrum. Nina Jane Patel felt confined and under threat as the male avatars closed in, intimidating her with verbal abuse, touching her avatar. Dot one day ago. Lockworks. City projects Metarvis to capture 5 billion users and up to 13 billion dollars. City has high expectations for the Metarvis, with its analysts projecting the Web3 economy to reach 8 trillion dollars to 13 trillion dollars by 2030. Dot two days ago. Dot esports. Esports bet, project tension partner to tackle esports in the Metarvis. This article is proudly sponsored by esportsbet.io. Since launching in 2021, esportsbet.io has grown into one of the biggest esports betting. Dot one day ago. Forbes. You can now easily create your own space in the Metarvis. The Metarvis today is also like when we first untethered from rotary phones to the precursor of smartphones. In a wide-ranging interview with Dot two days ago. CBS News. Exploring the Metarvis, new CBS Mornings series looks at the possibilities and limitations of virtual worlds. The Metarvis enables users to immerse themselves in the internet, perhaps sitting in a virtual office before heading out to enjoy the virtual. Dot two days ago. XR Today. How to make money in the Metarvis. According to industry estimates, revenues from virtual reality, VR, gaming worlds could reach 400 billion US dollars by 2025, and the Metarvis could. Dot three days ago. Cointelegraph. What is augmented reality, and why is it important for the Metarvis? The Metarvis is a digital landscape that participants can use to build their own virtual environments. It's a network of different virtual, Dot 13 hours ago. Coindesk. City sees Metarvis economy as large as $13T by 2030. The Metarvis is an immersive digital world created by the combination of virtual reality, augmented reality, and the internet. The content. Dot one day ago. Fast company. What a 1994 Bill Gates keynote tells us about the Metarvis. At tech's biggest trade show, Microsoft's CEO previewed the next decade of innovations, just as Metarvis seers such as Mark Zuckerberg are. Dot 23 hours ago. The Motley Fool. Why Apple is the best Metarvis stock. It's hard to define what exactly the Metarvis is at this point of development. It could simply be a continued advance of the internet to. Dot 17 hours ago. VentureBeat. Report, majority of XX believe data is vital to sustain the Metarvis. The Metarvis is still in its infancy, but businesses recognize the value of the new digital environment and the role data will play to. Dot one day ago. The Ghost House. Introducing Levers, the first Metarvis for legs. Now, during the Metarvis hype, we of new technology walkers have thought that it is the time to bring our vision to the world. Dot one day ago. CNN. I went to Fashion Week in the Metarvis. I was preparing to attend a week-long virtual fashion event in the Metarvis, a network of unique digital worlds that has grabbed the. Dot three days ago. Entrepreneur. Wendy's has officially entered the Metarvis. Here's how. Wendy's has officially entered the Metarvis. Here's how you can visit Wendiverse. The new virtual land will be available starting April the 2nd. Bye. Dot one day ago. The official Microsoft blog. The Metarvis is coming. Here are the cornerstones for.
In the Metarvis, forward and phishing attacks targeting your identity could come from a familiar face literally like an avatar who... Five days ago. Today. Gen Y speaks, what I'd like to see in the Metarvis. According to the World Economic Forum, a Metarvis is shaped by technology including virtual reality, VR, augmented reality, R, and brain. Dot three hours ago. VentureBeat. A pandemic pandemonium has paved the way for Metarvis success. And I believe, the Metarvis will prosper. Jeff Berg is creative director at Haberman. Data decision makers. Welcome to the VentureBeat community. Dot one day ago. Bitcoin news. Shiber Inu presents ship Metarvis with over 100k land. Shiber Inu, the meme coin project that mimicked our coin, has announced it is launching its own take on the Metarvis. Dot five hours ago. Metro UK. The Metarvis is not designed for women. It was the dawn of the Metarvis. Just days after its launch, Nina Jane Patel, a psychotherapist and researcher reported being sexually. Dot 19 hours ago. Forbes. Is the Metarvis likely to be accessible and inclusive of? The core issue in defining whether the Metarvis is likely to be an accessible environment for people with disabilities is that, as of 2022. Dot two days ago. Information week. 10 ways IT can get ready for the Metarvis. The IT teams need to understand market platforms offering Metarvis services at least across virtual meetings, events, learning and development. Dot one month ago. The skim. What's the Metarvis? Four key things you need to know. Tech analysts and digital rights advocates worry that companies like Meta could get a hold of even more personal data in the Metarvis. And that? Dot one week ago. VentureBeat. HelpShift contemplates customer support for the Metarvis with MetaShift. It created nested frequently asked question, FAQ, answers that players could use in lieu of talking to a customer service person. The Metarvis. Dot two days ago. VentureBeat. What you need to know about the state of the Metarvis today. The Metarvis remains a more conceptual vision around a much different paradigm for experiencing the world and interacting online. In the Dot two weeks ago. Business Insider. Watch Snoop Dogg go all in on crypto and the Metarvis in his new music video. Snoop Dogg's latest music video is a detailed love letter to the emerging world of Web3 technology, which includes cryptocurrency, NFTs, and... Dot one day ago. Destination CRM. Keys to understanding the Metarvis and how you're... In the Metarvis, multiple virtual environments are connected from apps downloaded for virtual reality forward slash augmented reality or forward slash VR devices. Users. Dot one day ago. Forbes. The Metarvis, saving the world or another digital distraction. Within the greater definition of the Metarvis is the idea of a digital twin, a virtual representation of physical objects, complex systems and... Dot two days ago. National Law Review. Metarvis NFTs and cryptocurrency business model and technology. Jim joins us today to discuss the Metarvis, the technology and business models involved in these virtual worlds, the role of NFTs and... Dot one day ago. Globe Newswire. The next big thing in GameFI and Metarvis, launch of... Revoland is developed by Chainx Game, a Metarvis game development company from London which is focusing on traditional game and blockchain. Dot one day ago. The New York Times. Metarvis lessons from Hollywood. The origins. The word Metarvis describes a fully realized digital world that exists beyond the one in which we live. It was coined by Neil. Dot one week ago. Globe Newswire. Metarvis protocol Cajusus closes for million dollars series. A. London, United Kingdom, the 1st of April 2022, Globe Newswire, Cajusus.
the world's first Metarvis protocol with decentralized edge rendering. One day ago. The Business Journals. Metarvis, Hooters Plans Virtual Reality Restaurant, Atlanta. The Metarvis is a growing collection of interconnected virtual reality and digital platforms with online personas, real estate, and businesses. Two days ago. Forbes. There is no Metarvis today, but be prepared. Yahoo Finance. Dogecoin creator blasts Shiba Inu Metaverse for cash-grabbing $300 million. One day ago. Cointelegraph. How to make a metaverse, secrets of the founders, Cointelegraph magazine. Cointelegraph magazine talks to some of the leading metaverse founders to discover their secret source for Web3. Featuring co-founder of the Point one day ago. KVUE. Austin entrepreneur behind new $4.4 million island in the metaverse. Entrepreneur Adam Hollander launched White Sands, a tropical island getaway in the metaverse. Point four hours ago. KVUE. Austin entrepreneur behind new $4.4 million island in the metaverse. As seen on TV. I remember that. I remember it well. Now it's as seen on the internet, because that's where it's going. Basically, the internet killed the TV star. That's the way it works. Is that how it works? Anyways, but uh, yeah, lots of as seen on TV. I don't remember it so much when uh, YouTube was using it. Maybe they did. Um, but yeah. Where to begin? My gosh, yes, it's the transhumanism takeoff, and yes, MetaBook will be doing its own coins. I'm sure we'll see that everywhere. People will have their own money. We'll have maybe even Stroganful tokens. Who knows? And Stroganful land. Wow, wouldn't that be cool? You can dive into a big chocolate pool. But once again, like I said, half these characters are CGIs and... All that entire time, whenever they did their, uh, they did some Congress hearings and stuff like that. And during that entire time, those entire things are deep fake videos, CGI videos, clones. These guys, like I said, have been gone for a while. I don't think they've uh, appeared in person in many years, to say the least. Deep fakes are videos in which one person's face is superimposed on another person's face. It's a new way of doing the seemingly impossible, replacing a person's face with another person's face. Deep fakes are videos that are manipulated to make a person look like they are doing or saying something they are not. They are a new type of fake video that is being used to create a lot of controversy. Deep fakes, deep fake, deep fake video. Deepfaked video is a form of artificial intelligence i.e., video manipulation that allows for the creation of realistic videos or images, sometimes using celebrity faces. Deepfakes are usually created using face recognition technology, for example Google's FaceNet, to transfer a person's face from one video to another, sometimes with the intent to deceive. In 2019, an App called Face to Face was released, which allowed users to swap faces from one video to another, enabling the creation of deep fake videos. Fake news is a problem in the world. It is a problem in the world of politics, in the world of business, in the world of science, in the world of sports, in the world of entertainment, in the world of religion, in the world of education, in the world of medicine, in the world of law, in the world of art. In the world of culture, in the world of science, in the world of technology, in the world of philosophy, in the world of religion, in the world of education, in the world of medicine, in the world of law, in the world of art. The deepfake Zelensky Ukraine and Russia is a deepfake video of Ukrainian politician Petro Poroshenko and Russian politician Vladimir Zelensky. The video was created by a group of Ukrainian and Russian hackers. The video was released on the 27th of October, 2019. The video was created by a group of Ukrainian and Russian hackers. 
The video was released on the 27th of October, 2019.